Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, March 28th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Christina Lulich. Here are the latest headlines. A shooting that took place yesterday at a private Christian grade school in Nashville resulted in the deaths of three children and three adults. Evelyn Dickhouse, Haley Scruggs, and William Kinney were just nine years old. And the three adults, Catherine Kuntz, Cynthia Peake, and Mike Hill, were all faculty at the school. The shooter has been identified as 28-year-old Audrey Hale from Nashville, who was a former student at the school. Hale's motive is still unknown. Following the tragedy, President Biden delivered a speech calling on Congress to pass his assault weapons ban. We have to do more to stop gun violence. It's ripping our communities apart, ripping the soul of this nation, ripping at the very soul of the nation. Nashville police said Hale had three weapons, two of which they believe were legal and bought in the area. Hale was killed after a confrontation with police at the scene. A vigil was held for the victims of the shooting overnight. New York City public schools are expanding their partnership with the Special Olympics to improve the District 75 program. District 75 provides specialized support for students with significant challenges. The program will now give all students the chance to play sports. More than 1,700 students with disabilities in District 75 will have the opportunity to play sports during the day and after school. Students with emotional challenges, autism, or cognitive delays will be able to join different kinds of teams. Hundreds of students with and without disabilities can participate in baseball leagues and bocce teams. In-school programming overturns negative stereotypes and spurs healthy social interactions. That's according to research from the Special Olympics. City officials say this partnership will help create a more inclusive environment for all students. The MTA is creating a code of conduct for the new Grand Central Madison Terminal that connects the LIRR to the station. During a hearing tomorrow, the MTA will vote on rules that will include restricting the amount of time travelers can spend sitting or lying anywhere at the station. Advocates say this code is aimed at unhoused New Yorkers. However, they believe these rules are ignoring the significant housing crisis that is forcing people out onto the streets. Calling all space fans, you'll want to look outside of your window this evening. Five planets will line up at sunset. These will include Mercury, Uranus, Mars, Jupiter, and Venus. But you'll want to be quick, as Mercury and Jupiter will only be visible for half an hour. You'll be able to see the display from any location if you have clear evening skies and a view of the western horizon. The iHeartRadio Music Awards took place last night and Taylor Swift took home some notable honors. The pop star won five awards in total. They include categories like Song of the Year, TikTok Bop of the Year, and Favorite Use of a Sample. Swift was also honored with the Innovator Award for her global impact on pop culture. Harry Styles trailed behind Swift with four awards. He won titles like Artist of the Year, Favorite Tour Style, and Favorite Residency. Other artists who won multiple awards included Drake and pop group Imagine Dragons. Madame Tussauds is a museum known for their wax replicas. On this day in 1964, the Beatles were the first pop group to be made out of wax in the London location. 
In February, the CDC released a new report about teens and mental health. The data revealed that 60% of teenage girls surveyed nationwide had experienced persistent feelings of sadness in 2021. And teen girls in New York City are no exception. In honor of both Women's History Month and Social Work Appreciation Month, WFUV's Megan Oftermat talks to two social workers on the front lines helping New York's teen girls. It varies, but a lot of the kids we see, particularly girls, are struggling with relationships, social skills. There's sometimes family dynamics that need to be worked out. That's Katie Rodriguez. She's a therapist and facilitator for the JCCA, the Jewish Child Care Association. The JCCA is a 200-year-old agency that helps vulnerable children in New York in the form of foster care, residential facilities, education, and support. A lot of the work we do is, again, providing that education and information around what to expect. Adolescence is a delicate time, right? And it's a lot of rapid development. And for girls, that period of time can be particularly intense. So it's a lot of things happening with these young girls at a very fast pace. We want to normalize that, like, hey, this is adolescence. Like, it's going to get weird. So we want to provide supports through that as well. Beauty Garcia Whitfield is also working alongside Katie to support teen girls in New York. She's the director of Westchester Campus Clinical Services for the JCCA. She says that being a teenager was already pretty tough, but recently... It got harder. Now we've entered a digital age really rapidly and teen depression actually doubled from the year of 2010 to the year of 2019. And if we see what's changed between 2010 and 2019, what's happened is because we're so connected digitally, we've disconnected interpersonally. Girls especially struggle in a world where so many of our social interactions take place online. Girls need to be a part of a community. And that is where you've seen the numbers shift and and the trending when it comes to to their mental health because you're losing some of that if you are just involved in a group chat. But the digital age isn't all bad. It also provides teens with access to information they may not have had otherwise. They are more cognizant to understand that they are feeling overwhelmed, underwhelmed, sadness, feeling anxious, feeling um, intense pressure, they're able to kind of describe now symptoms of what they're feeling as opposed to before when there was more silence about it. Even with increased access and awareness, teenagers are still struggling. And for some communities, especially in New York, the challenges are particularly difficult to overcome. Girls and the Black and Brown community. That, that is the group that is being hit hard for so many different reasons. Beauty says a lot of it has to do with cultural expectations. A lot of work has been done to destigmatize mental health, destigmatize um, having conversations with regards to sex. Um, these communities are the ones that we are seeing a shift and change, but they're also being hit hard in the inner city. And Katie agrees. There are still stigmas surrounding some of the most important topics that teenagers need to be talking about. 
people. We're not talking about sex. We're not talking about mental health or, or mental illness for that matter, right? So for a teenager to be struggling with something, um, the question is, why don't they feel they can share these things? Or if, do you have anyone you can? So I think uh, a lot of that is really like normalizing the conversation, which in some platforms we are, but we could, we could do better. The city also provides other challenges for teen girls, things that might not be as common in other parts of the country. It's the inner city. And so you are seeing issues with poverty, issues with um, school to parent connectedness, issues with socialization. Teens need social skills development. So having community resources where they can build upon their social skills. The JCCA is working every day to try and provide teenagers with these skills. And for girls, sometimes the most valuable thing is just having somebody to turn to. Mentoring is super important, especially for, for girls. When, when you look at their hierarchy of needs, friendships and, and, co and community is important. When we are able to connect and partner with an adolescent, we are able to guide them. With that mentorship comes a message, and Beauties is essential listening. I would tell the younger version of me that community is important. You are not alone and that you will be okay. You are loved, you are valuable, and you are important. And most importantly, you matter. Both Katie and Beauty expressed how unsurprising the recently released CDC data is, but that it's important to reckon with how many adolescents are struggling. At least for now, the conversation about teen girls and mental health is a little bit louder, both around the country and here in New York. With WFUV News, I'm Megan Oftermat. That was WFUV's Megan Oftermat talking to social workers about mental health struggles among teenage girls in New York and across the country. If you want to learn more about the work that the JCCA is doing to support teens in New York, visit jccany.org. And that's our show for today. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Maya Sargent. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.